Welcome everyone to the Curious Case of Fleabag. My name is Sean, and today we will be talking about the hit show, Fleabag. This show is starred and written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge as we follow the titular character named Fleabag throughout her journey through the bustling city that is London. Waller-Bridge created Fleabag for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in the UK. It was a one-woman play that got so popular that she was offered to make it into a show for BBC. Now, this show talks about many different topics, and today I'd like to convince you that this show is worth the watch, and that not only will you shed a tear, but it will also make you laugh during these dark times that we are having. I think we all need that, don't you think? And a side note, um, this show is in Amazon Prime, Prime Video, but uh, let me tell you, this show is absolutely worth it. This show breaks the fourth wall constantly. I likened it to us being Fleabag's imaginary, invisible friend, who she is allowed to see and no one else gets to. We are her own personal confidant. We see her go through a lot of stuff that necessarily a lot of people go through. She's witty. She makes punchlines. She tries to alleviate the situation with jokes. However, she herself is going through some things. She's trying to keep her cafe for guinea pigs alive. She's juggling her grief of her best friend passing away or even her mom passing away as well. She's trying to establish a healthy relationship with her family, such as her dad or her more attractive and more successful sister. That's all in her own words. I think both of them are pretty. But she's just trying to juggle a lot of things, which us as the viewers makes her even more vulnerable. And that makes us want to love her more. And I think that's what's so charming about it. We want Fleabag to be happy at the end of the day. We want what's best for her. We want to root for her. And I think that's very important. Now, remember when I said we see everything? By everything, I mean there is a lot of sex in Fleabag. And they don't really try much in hiding it. I remember 10 years ago, TV shows considered sex to be taboo. Now, lo and behold, we have it all in major TV shows nowadays. And Fleabag doesn't shy away from it. She loves sex. The intimacy of it all, she says. The connection she has when she's in bed with another person makes her feel alive. It makes her feel less lonely. Doesn't really matter if they are young or old attractive or not, and even in the worst possible example, the boyfriend of her best friend. 
Now, this causes a lot of problems for Fleabag, and it is actually the starting point of the whole show. And this is actually the perfect segue for our next topic, which is, unfortunately, depression. This show talks about depression that catches many viewers' eyes and attention. Whether it's heartbreak, the loss of a friend, or just spiraling out of control due to the inability to lead a normal life, this show portrays it. It shows a very interesting topic of a coping individual that tries to keep herself from falling apart and just at the end of the day, wants to be happy. We see Fleabag in her lowest of lows throughout the first season, and one that I'd like to point out is the death of her friend. She blames herself for her death, mainly because Fleabag initiated and had sex with her best friend's boyfriend. This causes her friend to walk into traffic thinking that it'll injure her, but that wasn't the case. Now we see Fleabag deal with this throughout it, the first season, and it comes back in the second. But the fact that she carries this sadness with her makes Fleabag all the more relatable. Because I'm pretty sure at some point of our lives, we have all experienced profound sadness that we carry with us. And that sort of stuff doesn't go away easy. We don't really see Fleabag truly change. And truly be happy until the second season. And that, my friends, is when we see her meet the priest. And it really changes her ways. Her relationship with the priest is what kickstarts the second season. She tries to have a relationship with him, but his tenets doesn't allow him to be with her. However, this doesn't really stop Fleabag. She tries very hard in trying to establish some sort of relationship with him. She attends church, attends its church events, and even starts reading the Bible in order to find a way to connect with the priest. But yeah, they start off as friends, but inevitably they fall in love with another and spend more time with each other. It's finally looking as if Fleabag is turning her life around. Her family is doing okay, her cafe is doing wonderfully, and she finally believes she's found love. Which leads us to the final episode. At the end of the season, the pair is at a crossroads, and I believe Waller Bridge puts forth a reality check for us. We always want to believe the boy and the girl lives happily ever after, but in this case, it doesn't. The priest makes a last-minute decision and chooses to stay away with the church. After a teary goodbye, they walk off towards their uncertain futures, but we know that Fleabag will be alright. What she learned throughout her journey assures us that she'll be okay. 
and that it's time for us, us, the viewer, to let her go and to let her forge her own path as she walks away from us with a smile. Phew, that was a roller coaster, wasn't it, ladies and gentlemen? I'd like to leave all of you with what I thought was the lesson that the show was trying to say. And that it doesn't really matter where you end up. As long as you really accept yourself and learn from your failures, heartbreaks, and even a loss of a loved one. Continuing to live your life the best that you can is all that matters. Heck, that's what Fleabag eventually does. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for listening to The Curious Case of Fleabag. Have a wonderful day, and always remember, Fleabag forever. <laughs>